Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to ignite your life, to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I am thrilled to be here with you on my return to radio. I've had several radio shows over the years, um, and I'm excited to be back doing Ignite Your Life Radio, specifically focused on life coaching. So my intention for the show is I want them to be relatively short snippets of something inspirational that gets you thinking and an action step or two that you can leave the show to apply to your own life. One of the things I particularly excel at in coaching is helping people think big to really get an idea of what's possible for themselves. And then, so we're up, you know, in the top in that creative place and then coming down to the details. Okay, so what can you do today to get you closer to that? And that's what I would like to do with this show for all of you. Now, before we get into today's topic, let me say that um, I won't be answering questions on or won't be taking calls on the show. If you have questions for me, please find me on Facebook. My fan page is lauraerdmanlunch.com. So you go to facebook.com forward slash lauraerdmanlunch and you can contact me there. And I would be happy to answer questions through the radio show. In fact, it would be really fun to do so. All right. So today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. Stop settling for good enough. So often when I share with people that I'm a life coach, people respond with, oh, my life's good enough. And I have to admit, that really saddens my heart. I always think, why would someone put up with good enough in their life? And yet the truth is we all do it. We are all guilty of putting up with less than what we really want. So in today's show, we're going to look at why would we put up with less than good enough, and where in our life are we doing that, and what can we do? Of course, I want to leave you with some action steps that you can take. So why do we put up with good enough? Well, there are a variety of reasons, all of which stem from things you can change, good news, right? But the short answer is most of the time we don't know any better. We don't even realize that we're putting up with it. It's just the life that we fell into. It's a life our parents led. Uh, It's just what we expect from our life. Sometimes the decline is so slow we don't even realize that it's getting worse and worse. Um, If you have heard the analogy of frog in boiling water, and I know while this is extraordinarily gross, it's a great analogy. If you put a, a frog in boiling water, it will jump out. If you put a frog in cold water and slowly heat it up, it will stay in the water until it's boiling. And I'm not actually sure if that's true, but it's perfect for our lives because that often happens, right? If something tragic occurs in your life or something really challenging, you do something about it. You know, if it's all of a sudden hits, you're like, i got to do something about this. But if it's a slow decline, we often don't even realize it's happening. So the long answer to why do we put up with good enough is, and this is the one I want us to look at a little bit, 
is that part of us believes we can't do better. It's a belief that we have lodged, and usually it's in our subconscious mind, so we don't even realize it's there. And we'll be talking about the conscious versus subconscious mind in, in future shows. Just know that basically what, what that means is there is a file somewhere lodged in your mind that was placed there by someone. Someone said it, um, or somehow for some reason you started believing it, and you're not even conscious of it. And it could be that you don't feel you deserve better. The message says you don't deserve something different in this area of your life. Um, maybe it says that you shouldn't expect better. It's what your parents had, so of course this is what you're going to have. Why would it be any different? It might say that you don't have the skills to do better. You're not talented enough to do better. It also can be that you don't have the energy to do something different. And that last one plays a bigger part than we realize. Even if we know something isn't the way we want it, sometimes we just can't muster the energy to make the change. It is far easier, far easier to keep going with day-to-day activities, getting up, going to work, coming home, making dinner, watching TV, going to sleep, getting up, starting all over again, than to, do, to make any changes. Now, even if that day-to-day is really uncomfortable, it's easier, it's safer, if you will, and we'll be talking a lot about safety, and I say this in quotes in future shows, but it's easier to do that than to make the change. So weeks, months, years, even a lifetime can go by not living the life we really want. And I feel this is my job as a life coach is to say don't let your lifetime go by. Know that you can make the change. Okay, so before we get into those action steps, though, let's look at how do you know if you're settling for good enough. Now, let me begin by saying we all do it. No one is immune to this. We all have areas in our life that are great and ones that we wish we were different and ones we wish that were different. And that can run to the gamut from a mediocre to downright terrible and miserable. And they're going to stay that way until we finally decide enough's enough. Good enough is no longer good enough. And I call that the wake-up moment. And it usually follows a rock-bottom moment, and everyone's rock-bottoms are different. But that's when things get so bad that you finally say, all right, I have to do something. I have to change this. Excuse me. So let's look at your life. And I want you to consider these areas. I'm going to go through them in a moment. And I want you in your mind's eye to just rate them on a scale of one to five. One being deeply unsatisfying, miserable. Five being extraordinary. The first one is your relationships. What are your relationships like? And this is both intimate and casual. So, you know, with your intimate partner, as well as with your best friend or your casual friends, your mail carrier, what are your relationships like? And you might find that you've got to rate them a little differently. You might find that your intimate relationships are great, but your relationships with your friends, not so much. And feel free to, to rate them. Your family might have a third number. Okay, and rate them. Are they exactly the way you want to be? Are they satisfying, fulfilling? Or is there something lacking, something that you would like to be different? All right, the next one is your career. 
you do what you love. And just take a moment to think about this. Are you living your passion? And what's interesting is I will tell you often where people go when I ask this is, well, of course not. I can't get paid doing what I love. And as your life coach, your unofficial life coach, I will tell you, yes, you can. I have yet to meet anybody who has a passion that we can't figure out a way for them to get paid for it somehow, some way. And boy, do I have the stories. It's incredible, the stories that I can share with you of people doing the most, the wildest things and getting paid for them. So often people say, well, of course not here. I want you to say, well, what if? What if I could get paid? What if I could get paid for driving fabulous cars? I'm just going to plant that seed. All right, the next area is money. Rate how you feel about money and, and your relationship with money. And there are several facets to this one. Do you trust money? So do you believe money can come your way when you need it? Can you spend it on things that you really want for yourself to treat yourself to special things? Do you hoard it? You just don't feel safe spending it? Um, do you spend it needlessly, you know, meaning on things that you don't really need and, you know, you buy it and you wonder why you bought it? The fourth area is your health. How is your health? Rate it on a scale of one to five. What do you need to do there? Are you feeding your body well? Do you take care of your mind? Do you, um, are you healthy? Are you putting up with less than extraordinary? And then is there another area you want to add? Is there something else that we haven't thought of that's really important in your life that it doesn't fit into those other four categories? Add that to the list and give it a reading. Now, looking at your ratings and having done this for 25 years, I guarantee there's going to be one or two or maybe three numbers that are one to three. Every once in a while I have someone who has three, four, or fives, you know, in three categories, they'll have a four or a five, but I have never had anybody who doesn't have at least one area that's rated a three or below. And that's where you need to work. That's where you are putting up with good enough. Okay, so now what? Right, let's get to the juicy part. What are the action steps that you can take? First of all, you want to figure out what you want. So look at that area that you have a one, two, or three in. Just pick one. If you've got several, pick one. And think about what would make it a five. Here's the thing. This is when you need to set aside, yeah, but that'll never happen. Yeah, but that's just a pipe dream. No, yeah, but. What would make it a five? Now, next week's show is going to be how to figure out what you really, 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 really want. So if you can't quite get there, that's okay. We'll talk about it more next week. But the first step really here is say, okay, so what do I want? Yeah, I know what I don't want. I'm pretty clear. This is a one, and I don't want a one. This is, we're at misery here. What would make it extraordinary? The second thing is you got to know what's going to take energy. Making any change in your life, breaking inertia. There's science behind this, Right? If you look at physics, they talk about breaking inertia takes energy. You have to put in mechanical energy to break inertia. And that's what, that inertia, that status quo, that 
getting up, going to work, coming back, eating dinner, going to bed. That is inertia. You are kind of stuck in a pattern, and breaking any pattern takes energy. Now, you can create that energy. We are going to talk about this even more in a future show, but I want to get you started. How do you create that energy? First of all, you get really excited about what you're creating, really excited about where you're going. You want to know, we, I call it your why. Why, are, why do you want to make the change? Why? What's going to happen? How is your life going to be different? And if you can imagine, again, we're talking about the physics of energy and building that energy up. It's like pulling a rubber band back. You know, the more excited you get, the further you're pulling that rubber band back. And when you're ready and you let go, it will fling you forward. It's going to catapult you forward beyond your resistance place. Whatever it is that's resisting you from changing, the more excited you become, the, the, the more energy you're going to store up in that rubber band. Okay, so that's crucial to figure out what, you're, what it is that you want because then you'll be able to create energy behind it. Number three is to set the transition date. So set the date you're going to begin. And I always set it in the future. It's so interesting because often when we say, oh, my God, I just realized I'm really uncomfortable in my body. I need to lose weight. And we start the next day. And that is doomed to failure. It really is because you haven't prepared you haven't prepared yourself well enough. You're focused on the discomfort in your body. So you're focused on what you don't want rather than what you do want. You haven't built up that mechanical energy, that excitement. You haven't pulled the rubber band back at all. And you're going to easily fizzle because the status quo is going to lure you back. That inertia is huge. So set the transition date in the future. I like to do it, well, depending on how big the change is. You know, I, you know I, if it's a big change, it might be too... Um, two or three weeks, maybe even a month. I did a huge change a couple of years ago, and I made myself wait a month. And in that month, I just kept getting excited. I kept thinking about my action steps. I scheduled them into my calendar. I made sure I created space for what it is I needed to do. And I will tell you, that change was one of the most profound I've ever made and permanent. I never fell back. So when the further you set it in, in the future, you know, you don't want to go too far. You don't want to forget about it. But if it's a little change, maybe it's two days. If it's a big change, how about two weeks? And that gives you an opportunity to pull the rubber band back even more. Number four, know it can get messy. Okay, this one is huge, y'all. Really, really huge. Because what it's telling you is you don't have to be perfect. And oh my word, if there's one thing I see over and over again with every client never an exception, is everyone expects it to be black and white. They expect to wake up one day and bam, everything is perfect. They're going to be exercising every day. They're going to eat great. They're going to be finding a new job and everything's going to be perfect. Whatever it is, that never happens, y'all. Okay, remember when I just said that change, I never fell back? It was it, As I went forward, I, behavior fell back, but I never believed for a moment that I wasn't changing, Okay. It's like, so for example, you're wanting to lose weight and you just, you go out and you eat dinner and you fall off the bandwagon, if you will, and I say this in quotes, it's just, okay, I did. Oh, well, it was great. I enjoyed it. And tomorrow's a new day and I'm going to make new choices tomorrow. I don't have to be perfect every minute. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. 
Okay. If you start to fall back more and more, that's when you say, all right, I need more of this mechanical energy. Okay. I need something that's going to catapult me further because obviously the inertia, the drawing back, that status quo is luring me back. I need something that can catapult me again. What do I need to do? What can I do to create that energy? So no, it can get messy. Don't expect it to be black and white. It's going to be gray. I mean, to this day, changes that I made years ago, occasionally I fall back into that old way, those old behaviors. And I must admit, there's a part of me that likes that. Now, stick with me. So, for example, let me, let me share my yoga practice. I've been a yoga teacher for 25 years, and I do a daily practice. And there are times in my life when life gets a little crazy and I fall away from my practice. And what's interesting is I appreciate it because I, I remember why I do my practice. Okay, I start to feel bad. And as I get back to my mat and do my practice, it's like, oh, that's right. That's why this is important. So sometimes falling off the bandwagon, if you will, can be a good thing because it's a reminder of why the changes you've made are so important. Number five, this one is crucial, build personal strengths. Okay, we're going to talk a lot about this in future shows. One of the things I do that's unique to other life coaches, for people who are interested, is I add yoga to my practice, to my coaching practice. So with life coaching, we usually focus on changing with our minds. What, do you, what change do you want to make? What are you going to do? And we do a lot of work through our minds. But we can also bring our changes to the yoga mat, if you will, to change physically. And one of the main ways we can use your yoga mat is to build personal strength. Personal strength is oomph behind any change you want to make, okay? It is the powerhouse, if you will, behind the change. It is the, I deserve this. I can do this. I am strong enough. This is exactly what I want in my life, and I am so ready. Because that is a huge piece of that mechanical energy that's going to catapult you forward. That's going to push you beyond the inertia of good enough. Because you know what, y'all? Good enough comes from low self-esteem. It comes from, oh, this is as good as it's going to get. I, I can't do any better than this. This is it. You know, I don't have anything else. Whatever. This is good enough. And you start building personal strength, you'll say, screw that. I deserve better. I deserve this and I can do this. And I always tell people, add damn it to the end of that if you need to. If you need to put emphasis behind it, say it. And we can build that on the yoga mat. And I'll share that in in classes as we go forward. But let me just start with standing tall. Stand really firmly on your two feet. Lengthen your spine. Open your heart. Look yourself in the mirror in the bathroom and say, I deserve this. I don't care if you believe it or not. You don't have to believe it. It'll grow. It'll evolve. You will build on it. You will believe it eventually because you know what? You've been believing all the lies you've been telling yourself that you don't deserve it all these years. You're going to start believing the good things you say to yourself. Okay, so let's quickly review all of these things. Number one, figure out what you want, and we'll be talking about that more in next week's class. So as you work on it, Um, this week and you're thinking about it and if you're struggling with that, definitely join me next week because we will take it to the next level for you and help you figure out a great way of figuring out what you want. Number two, know it will take energy. 
Be sure you begin to build that mechanical energy to catapult you forward. Set your transition date. And I encourage you now to think about whatever change you want to make and set your transition date. And you know what? i got to tell you, even if it's two years from now, you've written it down, you've committed to it, the change will just start to happen as soon as it's in your consciousness. It's really powerful. Number four, no, it can get messy. Don't expect it to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. We're human. We're not perfect. It's a beautiful place to be. And number five, finally, build personal strength. You've got to build some oomph behind it. You've got to build that self-esteem that says, I can do this. I deserve this. <clears throat> okay, so are you ready? Are you ready to make this change in your life? Now, I also want to leave you with this. Even the smallest of changes can make a huge difference in your life. If you shift your life tracking by one degree, a mile down the road you'll be in a totally new place. So don't worry if it feels like it's too small, too little. Do it anyway. It will be profound ultimately. I know we all deserve extraordinary lives and we have much more control over choosing those lives than we realize. It's time to start stepping into your extraordinary life. You know, the one that's full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Well, thank you for joining me this week. Join me next week when we will be discussing what do I really, 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 really want and how do I figure it out. Again, I'm happy to answer questions for you. You can find me on my Facebook page at Laura Erdman Lund. You can also find out more about coaching with me at my website, MuseLaura.com. That's M-U-S-E-L-A-U-R-A.com. I usually take on two, usually have space for two or three new clients each month. So check that out and sign up for our initial interview. When you're there, sign up for my email and receive a dose of inspiration, the Monday morning musing, every Monday, in your inbox. All right. Have a great week. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life. Thank you for joining me.